You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Okay, we're live with you again. And Mike, unfortunately, is dealing with technical difficulty. Oh, he's finally made it back over here with his technical difficulties. I'm here. Are you there? I am here. Cool. Did we play the intro like we were supposed the to? The intro was played. It was automatic. Boy, am I impressed. The printer finally printed the pictures I wanted because somebody's supposed to call in and we're supposed to talk about these. And I think I can do this. Maybe. All right. Very good. I'll set those aside. Uh, what have you told them? Well, that we're here. Oh, okay. Well, we're here. Good. We don't have a topic for tonight. This is our first uh, topicless. Off the cuff. Open topicless. mic. Does that mean I get to sing? No. No. Sing. No singing. All right. Okay. No okay. singing. Um, we did have some people at the GAD show this week. They reported a lot of people coming by and talking. Some people even uh, had some comments about our uh, podcast, which we won't repeat because we have might have mixed company out there. Turns out there's things that they didn't like. Well, I don't know. I never heard. You didn't hear that? Oh, well, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, I wound up doing some training for uh, Bridgestone this week down in Nashville. Good. Uh, we were doing some work with them pretty consistently a couple of years ago, and then the fellow I was working with moved on to a different job with Bridgestone and everything slowed down, but there's a new guy in there now and he is uh, trying to reestablish a relationship and it looks pretty good. We had a good time uh, explaining what's going on in the real world to them. And then I went up teaching those young pup uh, uh, service reps. Some of them were so young pup. Yeah. Yeah. They had some miles on them, but not a lot of time with Bridgestone. So we're, we're learning. And then I went way up to northern Wisconsin, trained a fleet, and uh, that was kind of fun. They'd been having their alignments done by another shop in town that had my equipment, and this other shop was a fleet, mm-hmm. and they really didn't want to do outside work, but uh, they were doing theirs. And these guys finally got to the point where they decided they better do their own because it was inconvenient arranging to send the trucks over there and stuff like that. So that was cool. Successful, such a successful time using our processes that they had to bring back completely. Yeah, just had to go ahead and buy it themselves. The only problem is I'm used to going into a fleet and be able to save them tons of money on their tires by improving the mileage. And these guys are already, when I went there, I said, what are you getting for typical steer tire life down in your trucks? He says, oh, 180 to 200,000 miles. I said, well, now what am I going to (laughs) do? I can sing, I can dance, but that's about it. Um, but we did show them some things that could improve their operations, so we had a good time. Good. Um, next week, I'm headed to Seattle area, to Fife, Washington, to train a Volvo Mac dealer up there, uh, tech equipment. They Is have one of the little towns in the SeaTac area? Yes, yes. Um, it's right next to Des Moines. Next to Des Moines? Yeah. Do yeah. you know what that's named after? Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. That's it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Because Des Moines where we're at. I was so proud of Des Moines, Iowa. 
city and his company. Awesome. I think that's great. Okay. Well, anyway, they, this is tech equipment's second piece of equipment of our equipment. The first one, they put it in Portland. Been there for a little over a year. They're happy with it. So now they're putting the second one in. So I, I, it's another success story. I like these. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we've, we're we just chattering along here. We've got people there with questions. Um, yeah. yeah, quite a few. Are there? Are, nothing. Okay. All right. Well, let's start with the first one. That's a five zero number. 509. Oh my God. We have to do this again. Yeah, but we got to do something because we're not doing anything else. 509. Okay. Um, wild ass guess. Uh, Miami. Go with Missouri. Okay. You got Missouri. I got Miami. A load air? Yeah, 509. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's going to be. Right up here in Washington area where you're going to be going next week. Is that right? You're in Washington, huh? Okay, cool. Are you in? Yeah. Are you in the? Are you in the fires? Okay. Uh, not currently, but uh, kind of smoky up here. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, it's all blown inland, uh, Idaho and Oregon. You know, so clean air in well, Washington. Our, our sunsets here are kind of orangey because of that fire haze coming our way. All the way out in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, what can we do fire. for you tonight? Well, my subject is uh, wheel bearing adjustment. And I was going to bring a, something up that I saw a while ago. Forgive me if my memory is a little foggy on it. I thought I'd ask first, uh, being that fresh off the truck show, did you see any uh, latest and greatest technical innovations in uh, bearing adjustment at the show? I wasn't at the truck show. Two of our other guys were at the truck show. Right. And they just got back around 2 or 3 o'clock this afternoon from the show, and we haven't even seen them yet. Yeah. So oh, we'll be all getting right. updated all week. We'll try to have anything new we heard at the show or they heard at the show discussed next Sunday night, okay? Oh, okay. So what are, what yeah. are your question? Yeah, what was your question yeah. on bearings? Well... <sighs> A couple months ago, I was reading through one of the, you know, trucking publications and saw an advertisement. I believe it was by one of the axle manufacturers that there came out with this handy gadget little tool along with her uh, proprietary spindle nut is uh, supposed to give you, you know, perfect bearing adjustment. Mm-hmm. And okay. I, I wonder if you've seen or heard or caught any of that that sounds familiar. I think it might have been Hendrix. Axles? Uh, it could it could be a Hendrix. Uh, the the product that I saw was made by a guy out of Canada, and it's a large yellow mm-hmm. device that clips onto the end of the spindle, and it pressures the hub and adjusts the bearing. And they have their own proprietary little nut that fits in there, and it has a dial indicator on it, and it sets it to one to five thousands precisely set. Now, does that sound like what you're talking about? Ah, uh, Canada. Unless it's a big, big name in Canada, no. But it no? kind of okay. looked like a, it was yellow colored and kind of like a lot of little small metal brackets and levers uh, stuck together, and it had a, you know the yeah the proprietary nut. Did it have in two case, handles? Oh, yeah, that's why I'm going to get foggy on the 
Well, in either in case, any case, the one that, I, that I'm thinking about, uh, I was intrigued with it. I was interested in testing it because I like to test things myself. And the company yeah. said, no, you don't need to test it. We already know it works. You just need to buy them and start using them. And uh, oh, no. I, said, I don't buy and use things unless I get to test them. I said, I'm perfectly willing to buy one from you and test it. But if it doesn't work, I'm giving it back. And they said, no, we don't take anything back. And I said, okay, fine. Oh, no. And then I oh. learned that this, this device costs like 700 bucks. And you have to buy one that will fit your steering axle, one that will fit your drive axle, one that will fit your trailer axle. And if you have a pro par axle, you have to buy a different one. And if you have this and this, you have to buy different ones. And I decided, no, this is too expensive for me to try and get involved in. And so I never did anything with uh, it. Yeah. Doesn't sound like they're off to a good start for uh, trying to be uh, yeah. customer friendly. Yeah. I talked to a couple Kinda. of shops that them later i i bumped into shops and i said you ever heard of the oh yeah we got that it is over there in the corner and it's got dust pile on it i said why don't you use it he says it's a pain in the ass i said oh okay ah yeah well then uh kind of sounds like a re good report on that one you are familiar with um, uh you haven't seen or know of any other uh tools you could recommend uh I mean, similar products like that. Bearing adjustment? No, I have not seen anything no. other than putting in the sleeved bearings. Uh, that's the simplest. If you want to buy something extra, you can buy them in kits from SKF and Timken that will put bearings in and put a sleeve between the inner and outer bearing, and then you just lock them down to 300 foot-pounds and walk away from them. Uh, that, yeah. That's the most serviceable system I've seen so far. I myself, you know, that, that, that advertisement for that tool is, you know, the first like that that I have ever seen or heard of, you know, other than the old-fashioned, you know, MD way recommended, old-fashioned way of doing things. Uh, yeah, we're always looking for a good product that we talk to our customers and make a bunch of money off of them for nothing. But so far, we haven't found anything we, we felt like we wanted to put our name on. Snake oil. Snake oil, yeah. We do good with snake oil. I think we can, yeah. Yeah. Bearing snake oil. Yeah. All yeah. right. Drink oh, it. Uh, thank you. And now that's all I got. So. Not a problem, buddy. You have yourself a good week and stay safe. All right. Hey, thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that was kind of interesting. We're talking about Washington, and lo and behold, he's in Washington. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, as far as bearings, we do have snake oil that... We you, we could recommend for drinking, but it would be unsafe for actually putting in the bearing. You can put it in the bearing. I don't care if it works or not. I'm not responsible. <laughs> <laughs> we are not responsible. Yeah, that's that's but, printed right on all the bottles. Yeah, you know, you pay two hundred dollars for this bottle, and I'm not responsible. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's the next phone area code? Three three six. Three three six sounds familiar. Why does it sound familiar? Because I know what a 330 is. 360, but that's not 336. Okay, you take a guess first this time. Florida. I'm going to go Texas. See? All right. Hello there. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Doing real good. All right, well, and 336, North Tax Alina. Yeah. North 
North Texalina is in <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well North Texalina. Car- you pay tax on everything there. So. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. But you guys got great barbecue sauce over there. Oh, the best. That's what they say. Just depends That's on which yeah. one you like, thick or watery. Yep, yep. That's true. What can we do for you today? Well, uh, the question I have, uh, I've got a, a 2014 glider kit. It's Coronado. And I, I've got this vibration in here. And um, what I'm finding more, and this started, I don't know, probably a couple months ago. When I'm loaded and I start and I hit the brakes, it feels like the whole right side of the truck is just bouncing off the ground. and oh. That that started a couple of months ago, like I said, and I, I've noticed if I stay between 57 and 60, 62, there's no vibration. You get up higher than that, and I start to get this vibration. So I'm just, before I start throwing a lot of money at, well, it could be this, could be that, I just want to see if maybe you guys could point me in the right direction. Okay, well, it only occurs when you step on the brakes. Is that correct? Yes. So we know what's in the brakes. That's where the problem is. Okay. The okay. question now, is, go ahead. Um, I I have, I put um, the counteract balance beads in there, and I don't that's know okay. if that's going to make a difference. With That ain't going to help you any. Okay. They ain't going to hurt anything, but it ain't going to help. Right. What's okay. happening is that your brakes are grabbing either consistently too tight and making the tire chatter off the ground, which means your ABS brake is not working. Or okay. it means that the brake drum is either out of round or slightly off center on the hub, and it's grabbing the shoe and releasing and grabbing the shoe and releasing and giving you this hop. Okay? Okay. <laughs> now, the, the question I have is, do you feel this shuddering in the steering wheel or in the floor of the truck? No, I feel it more towards the back in the seat and in okay. the floor. It's a drive line vibration, which means it's coming from the drive wheels as okay. opposed to the steering wheels. Could just be one. Okay. Now, do you pull the same trailer all the time? Yeah, I have my own truck and trailer. So could be in the trailer. Could be that far back. Okay. Really? Yes. Yes. It could be the trailer having a chatter because its ABS is not working and causing you to go into this stuttering shutter. Okay. But, but we got a 90% chance that this problem is in the brakes. Now I have noticed on the brake shoes on the right hand side, there's Mm -hmm. little chips in the brake pad. There, there's plenty of pad there and there's Mm -hmm. no cracking and no giant pieces missing out of it, but there's little chips in the pad. And I don't know if that would make any kind of difference. Yeah, it's also indicating the shoes are working too hard or grabbing and releasing or shredding or something. Somebody needs to take that thing apart and find out what's going on in there. Okay. 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 Well, now I know where to start. I appreciate it, guys, and you have a good night. Thanks. Drive safe. All right, thanks. All right. Okay. That's the opposite side of the country. Florida, Carolina? Florida. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. He's about to get wet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
We're, we're going to go to. Now we got to guess where this is. I don't know where it is. Two one eight, Texas. You're going to go Texas. I'm going to go Indiana. We'll try it. Two one eight. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Where's two one eight at? Northern Minnesota. In Minnesota, spending all yep. the time. Yeah. Okay. Now we we talked or on Facebook we messaged a little bit earlier this week. Yes, and you sent me some pictures of tires. Mm-hmm. And so I've got these pictures here and it looks like I've actually got two different pictures. Okay. You have uh the passenger side is where the tires are all consecutively the same. And then you have the driver's side, which has the two different tires. And the outer tire the has the awkward wear. It's the odd tire that's actually wearing odd. Is that the, the issue? Well, I'm, the I'm seeing... The outside tire. The tire is wearing on both sides, and it looks like it's wearing on the inside shoulder of the outside tire. Is that correct? The inside shoulder on the outside tire is the lowest, then it's the next. Then the next one is the highest one. The outer two bounce or stairs back down. So your okay, second you're... rib from the inside is the highest. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, that is on a lift axle of a spread axle trailer. Right, right. It's a lift axle of a spread axle trailer. But the, the the dominant wear is on the outside tires, on the inside edge of the outside tires. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. And the passenger side, are those the same two tires? Are they both the same casings, or are they different? They're the same casings and all. All of them are the same casings. But on casings. the same t- no, 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 the one outside on the driver's side is a different casing. Otherwise, okay. all three of those other tires were put on at the exact same time, but I don't know why they put that other casing on the outside. Okay. And the, and the outside on the left side looks like it's the one that's wearing the worst, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to blame most of that wear on the fact that it's not the same casing as the inside. So even with the same inflation... When the weight's down on it, one of them is bending more because of the load than the other tire is. Okay. Okay. Now, my okay. the interesting thing to me is why are they wearing on the inside edge of the outside tire and not on the outside edges? That would make more sense. Usually, where the two tires come together, I don't get that much funny wear, and we've got that here. Um, yeah, it's how almost old like a, a ripple. Uh, they were on there for maybe three months, but the, the owner just switched that tire out with a different tread, different tire okay. this last past weekend. Okay. How how old is the trailer? Trailer is five, no, four or five years old. That's close enough. That's yeah. close enough. Okay. Well, so my uh, my question here is then: Are you saying that outside tire, the the odd tire, is it uh, yep. 
was it used when it was put on? Uh, um, percent sure. I believe it was. Okay. I'm not so 100% sure. Pattern could have started in another vehicle, and then when they put it on here, that pattern just continued. Right. That's certainly what okay. I. Okay. It's the only thing that really makes sense to me. I don't think you have a, an alignment or uh, other issue. I think all you've got, all you're looking at here, is uh, problems that this tire had before that are just wearing out like a trailer. And then they matched it up with the dissimilar casing, which didn't help anything. Doesn't help, but yeah. Yeah. They did what they could. They got a new, they got a, a tire to put on there, and it's just going to wear out funny. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay. I'll Alrighty. keep eye on what this casing is doing and see if it does anything similar to that. Sure be glad to know that. Yeah, whenever you do replace these tires, just make sure they're matched up the same tire, same model. Well, he said the, the boss tire. already changed that tire out. Oh, he's already changed it. Yeah, and I don't know what he put next to it, though. Yeah, so so again, if you if you keep putting if you keep putting matched tires next to each other, you're going to keep seeing odd wear. And it may not, All maybe right. this time it'll be the inside tire that wears fun. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you. you. Have a good day. Thanks for coming. You got to put Minnesota on that. Yes, you do. We don't want to. We don't want to lose that two one eight. Is Minnesota? Then and Ollie time. Okay. Seven four zero. Oh, that's Southern Cal, isn't it? Seven six zero. Oh, sorry. Seven four zero. I don't. I should know it. I, it rings a bell. I'll say Wisconsin. You're going to say Wisconsin? I'm, 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 for some reason, my brain is saying California, so I'm going to stay with California. Hello there. Hello, gentlemen. How, how are you doing, Susie? Good. How are you, how you doing? Uh, we're having okay. fun. Can you hear us now? Hey, great. I am in Ohio. Well, actually, that's where the 740 area code is. Three Reams number is 740. That's it. Okay. Cool. What's happening in Ohio? Well, uh, before I get to my question, I was wanting to know if you have any shops around the Columbus, Ohio area. Uh, Columbus, Ohio, I'm not sure. Uh, Jerry Remus in southeast Ohio, over near Parkersburg, West Virginia. Um, I'm actually, I live in southeastern Ohio, actually. Oh, Jerry, you'd be glad to help you. Yeah, please. Yeah, he's on our website. Uh, and Jerry Reams a great guy. He really knows his stuff. Yeah, if you go to our website, that's mdalignment.com. And there's a shop locator map that you can go to and pick a state. It'll give you names and phone numbers and addresses of shops. And Jerry Reams in there. He'd be glad to help you. Yeah, and I'm actually pretty sure we've got a new shop in, in the Columbus area, too. But I don't I don't remember the name of it. They don't let me know that. So. Yeah. Not off the top of one. Right. Oh, great. I appreciate okay. it. Uh, my problem is I've got 2010 Cascadia. I got it new in 2010. And I always had a problem with the wire pattern on the outside edge of the Rear tire on the passenger side, and on the yeah, inside yeah. shoulder of the rear drive tire. Well, I've had it to TA twice and had it aligned, and it doesn't have a problem. I can only get about yeah. fifty thousand miles out of the steer tire, and the outside shoulder is completely wiped out. So do you have the rack and pinion on that Cascadia? Uh, I believe so. Yes. I'm going to have that tire. If you've got a rack and pinion steering, you are in big trouble. Yep. 
to see if you can get it uh, swapped out for a power uh, steering sector. But I understand that costs about eight thousand yeah. dollars to convert it back over to steering sector. They quit issuing rack and pinions because they are bad. Yeah, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, which was the only years you could get it on the Cascadia, and then just quit doing it. Yeah. And they eat right front tires for breakfast. Yep. Oh, we lost him. I think we did lose him. I'm sorry to hear that. He didn't want to hear that. Yeah. Maybe I'll call back. But that's the that's the situation for everybody out there. If you're looking at a five-year-old Freightliner, make sure it doesn't have the rack and pinion. Yeah, you don't want the rack and pinion. They're just terrible. Okay. All right. Uh, 512-512. 512. Missouri. Pennsylvania. Okay. Hello, 512. Well, this is 512, and it's Texas, although I am in Iowa. What? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Okay. 512 is uh, Texas. Texas. Okay. Uh, All right. And I'm, But I'm in Iowa right now, so... Oh, you're in Iowa. I have a, <laughs> uh, I have a uh, uh, curbside rear axle trailer tire, the outside tire, the second rib from the inside is wearing down. That's the only uh, where, where I'm seeing on that tire, on any okay, tire. So we're talking about the inside trailer tire. No, outside it's- trailer tire, second rib. From the inside, okay. On the outside tire, okay. and just that rib is 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 wearing. Normally, that would be an inflation issue. Um, are the two tires that are next to each other the same brand tires? Yes, they are, and they are. Uh, there is a possibility that I, if it's inflation, that helps me because I did check the inflation. And I did find that it was about eight pounds different. I didn't uh-huh. think that would cause that much of a problem, but uh, maybe it could. It depending, it could depending on how long it ran like that. Okay. Right. Um, okay. Do you have do you have an automatic pressure inflation system, or you do this manually? I am a manual guy. I prefer yeah. that. Um, and all all the other tires on the trailer wearing good. Just that one tire is losing the second rib, right? That's correct, and uh, like I said, it was it was down about eight pounds, and uh, I've got it back now, and it it's it's still. I mean, I it's only been about uh, five thousand miles since I brought the inflation up, and I don't I don't see it wearing any more, but it's not. Uh, I mean, it's not changing anything either. So well, as, as long as it's stabilized, I'd I'd, I'd pray a prayer of thanks and just keep on trucking. Right. That's a uh, I mean, okay. At least it's on the trailer. Right? It's going to wear the slowest. Right, right. If it was a steer tire, okay. and you got just a little difference. You can destroy it quick. All righty, buddy. You Great drive guys. safe, huh? Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. A Texan in Iowa. Yeah. I'm confused. Of course, anything confuses me. What do we got next? Uh, 301. Also familiar, but I'm suffering old man's disease tonight. <laughs> I'm not even that old. I'm going to go to Idaho. Okay, I'll go Oklahoma. All right. Hello, 301. Yes, can you hear me? Hello? 
Yes. Yeah, we're having some connection issues. Hopefully it clears up by the time they post the blog. Right. So where are you from, 301? Uh, Maryland. Maryland? Maryland. Good enough. All right. What's your question? Hey, um, my question is on tires. Um, the rolling resistance. Is it higher the number, the better the resistance, or lower the number, the worse the resistance? Lower the number, the better the fuel economy. You say the lower the number, the better the fuel economy. Correct. Right. And how many different systems of measurement are there for those numbers? As I understand, there's three main systems for testing it, and you'll come up with different numbers depending on which system you use. But if you pick one system and you test all tires the same way, at least you got a ballpark. And you say the lower, in, yeah. in any case, the lower the number is. The lower the number, the better the fuel economy. Okay? Okay. If I give you a, a, a number of a tire, can you tell me the rolling resistance of it? Do no. you have that but if you, in front of you or not? Oh, we don't we don't deal with rolling resistance. But if you go okay. on the Michelin site, has a listing. The last I heard of all the different tires and all the rolling resistance because they test them, and they like okay. to do that stuff, and we don't. Okay. Okay. All right. Good enough, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. You too. Bye. Maryland. Maryland. Okay. All right. Well, that was fine. We're all over the country. Right yeah, we're we're all over the place. Of course, that's a good thing. The people uh, who know us won't talk to us. The seven six three. What about it? Is the number? Oh, <laughs> I thought maybe you knew something about it. No. All right. Back to this again. Seven six three. I'm going to go to my favorite place, Jamaica. I'll go with Arkansas. Okay, you got Arkansas, I got Jamaica. We'll see who's closer. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Yeah, Mike. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah. I can hear you now. Where, where are you from? Let's just go ahead. I'm from Minnesota. Minnesota. Second one from Minnesota. All righty. Yeah. See, I've talked to you a few times on the radio. I, I had that... Uh, I've blown that great thing spread axle, and I asked you a couple months ago about the wear on the inside tires, you know, wearing, and you said it was a light axle on there with a Hendrickson suspension. Right. Okay. Uh, I got all new tires on it. Supposedly, they said they took it out to South Dakota, that uh, lineman shop there, and had the axle bent that it's supposed to ride more even when it's loaded or something like that. I've heard other guys talk about that. But what I was wondering, with all brand-new tires on now, does it make a difference if I would run a slower speed or a faster speed? And would counteract beats make any difference in those tires to help on that wear problem? Speed and balance are not going to affect this at all. Okay? So there's no point worrying about that. Now, what happens is brand-new, the act. Pardon me? Mike. Mike. Can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. 
Yeah, we lost our connection, so we just had to sign back in. Sorry about that. Okay, now here's what happens. When you take that brand new axle and you don't have it under a trailer and you have it up on a bench, the two tires on either side will stand perfectly straight up and down. As you load the middle of the axle, the top of the two tires tilt in toward each other and you get a negative camber, okay? If the axle flexes too much as you hit bumps down the road, the top of the tires come in too much and you start chopping the inside edge off of the inside tire. All right? Now, what the axle benders are doing is they're bending the axle so that the top of the tires actually lean out a little bit when you're empty. And when you hit the bumps, it comes back to vertical. It goes in a little bit, but it doesn't go as far in as it did before. Okay? Right. Uh-huh. Now, the risk, the risk is I've seen guys do this, and if they run empty any amount of time, they start wearing the outside edge of the outside tire as well as a little bit on the inside edge of the inside tire. So you're really moving the tire wear around so it's not all on one tire. Okay. Yeah, okay, so speed or the counteract doesn't have nothing to do with it, and the bend of the axle, and basically if you bend the axle, you're better off to stay loaded as much as you can then. Exactly. They're aiming that to, to, con- to control the wear while you're driving loaded. And we hope okay. it works. Okay? Yeah, I got one other question if you got a second, sir, a minute or so. Sure, we got time. We got time. Go ahead. All right. All right. Uh, I got super singles on the truck. I've noticed lately front drive, the inside tires, they're starting to wear on the first part a little bit. Not choppy or nothing, just kind of, you can see like wear marks and coming down. Is that from. I want to say torque or speed or anything or just normal. I should probably. Okay, wait. I want to make sure I understand what you, I want to make sure I understand what you're saying here. You're saying you've got wide super singles, is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. And yeah. this where the seeing is on drive tires or trailer tires? Uh, this is on the uh, front drive axle of the truck. Okay. And are you seeing what I would call heel and toe wear, where if you slid your hand around the tire, it feels sharp going one way and smooth going the other way? Ah, boy, I'm not sure about that. I just kind of noticed the whole, that whole first layer from the edge to the first groove. It seems like it's wearing a, a little bit weird, or maybe that's the way they're supposed to wear and get like a new coat on, like it's shedding. A layer, okay. Throughout, you know, tire, real, real fine razor blade. Now this, this is on the outside edge or the inside edge or both edges of those tires. Yeah, inside, and I do have micro blue wheel bearings in. And when I had them put in over a year ago, I had them cause you guys to get the specs to have them torqued and all that. So uh, you sent over to the mechanic what to do on that. And they've been wearing good. I mean, I got 183,000 miles on them, and they're still real good. Okay. okay. All right. Now, I'm not worried about that. Um, so this is on the inside edge, mainly on these super single tires, yeah. on one axle, and a little bit on the outside edge. All right. Do you have inside, the two-inch offset rims? Do you have the two-inch no, offset no. rims? or? 
Zero. Uh, zero offset. I believe it's zero okay. offset because that's I specifically stated that when I got them because I heard you guys and Kevin talk about that. So and they said yes, that's what we're putting on, and that's what they gave me. Okay. All right. Now, assuming the bearings are tight, okay. The yep. second thing is, how heavy do you run? Uh, I'm up there seventy four to seventy nine thousand most of the time. Wilson. Running pretty heavy all the time. Okay. And yeah, how fa- 34 up there. How fast do you drive? Normal is anywhere from 55 to 62, but like today it was up to 67. I was under the gun a little. Okay. All right. If you drive fast a lot, this that wide tire is going to stretch and get taller. And the center seven ribs which are not attached to the sidewall, will get taller than the outside two ribs, and those outside short ribs will wear faster. It'll shave them off. Okay? Oh, all right. So speed may be your problem. Because those tires don't like anything faster than about 62. Okay, I know Kevin said that one time he'd get irregular wear over 65. But I say I normally, I'm around a 62-mile-an-hour truck for the most part, 60 miles an hour right in that ballpark. But uh, I know today I was cruising. I didn't know if it had anything to do with, like, a little more torque on the front axle and the back. That When I rotate them, should I crisscross them or go front to back and back to front or crisscross? Definitely crisscross. Yep. And the rear axle will wear faster. And because it wears faster, that's why you won't see the pattern as much because the rubber is being erased quicker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. That sounds good. I appreciate you guys out tonight uh, talking here. Thank you, buddy. You have a good weekend. You too. What's left of it? Bye. Thanks, Kevin. Mike. Bye. Yep. Okay. All right. We're doing okay. We got a few more questions. Got this one here. Let's see. That was a discussion on mostly super singles. Yeah. Because it's not a whole lot more than. Yeah, but a lot of people don't hear it. Uh, if yeah, you drive, true. if you drive too fast, you wear both shoulders on a super single. If you put two-inch offset rims on, it will flex the, the axle. You wear the inside edge. If you don't keep the bearings tight, you wear the inside edge. And if you have too much horsepower. On the drive axle, you can spin them, and they'll work quick. And uh, now, the other thing that he did mention is he got the uh, got the bearings installed about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have the spacer between the two sets of bearings, chances are you're going to have to go ahead. And you may have to go readjust them. Maybe. Yeah, I mean you're seeing the wear. Should check it and so see if they need to be readjusted. Right. Okay? okay. And loose bearing would justify inside edge wear on that tire. All right, what do we got here? We got the 850. 850. 850. Not 805. 850. North Florida. We guessed Florida twice tonight. This should count. Also, yeah. Known as Lower Alabama. Alabama. L.A. 
<laughs> L.A., that's um, right. <laughs> yeah. What's up, buddy? Hey, um, I, I've got a 2000 Freightliner Classic, and um, it's pulling pretty hard to the right, and I kind of kind of freaked me out last week. I've got Michelin X1s on the front, and I flew one last Monday a week ago, driving down the road 65 miles an hour. It started shaking pretty good. All of a sudden, she just went, ruined the tire, ruined the, the oh, wheel, geez. everything. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, it, they, they, they had plenty of tread on them. They were on the truck when I bought it. The truck sat for about a year and a couple of months. And then I put it on the road, and I've been driving it pretty heavy ever since. And I'm just wondering if they dry rod it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting some vibration out of the other side now. Yeah. How can you know that you could look at the DOT number on the side of the tire and tell how old it is, right? No, I'm not sure how to do that. If you find the DOT number on the one that's still on there. It may be on the outside of the tire. It may be on the inside under the truck, but it's a DOT number. And there's a series of numbers and letters. The last four numbers will tell you how old the tire is. The first two of the pair give you the week that the tire was built. Second two numbers in the pair. We lost the collar. Well, I'm going to keep telling everybody. The first two numbers will give you the week the tire was built. The second two numbers give you the year it was built in. So, for example, if it was 4010, that means the tire was built during the 40th week of 2010. And no tire should be on the steer axle of your truck that's more than five years old. Okay? Five years. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, casings are warranted for five or seven years. You can retread it. Yeah, and put it on the back, fine. But I don't want it on the steer axle if it's five years old. Gotcha. All right, so if this truck has been setting a while right. and he puts it back on the road, we don't know what condition the tires were in or if the inflation was maintained on them. We don't know how old they are. Uh, I'd be getting those tires off. Yeah. The, the two most important tires on the truck are the two under your steer wheel. Yeah. Okay? Yes. Right. I don't know if he joined up with us again further down our call list or not. But if he wants to ask that question, we'll be glad to ask and answer it again. What do we got here? So now we got the nine zero nine. Nine oh nine. God, where do these come up with these funny numbers? <laughs> I, huh? I don't come up. With you them. don't come up with them? New Mexico. Oh, I'm gonna say California. Okay, nine oh nine, California. Hello, Hello, Jamaica. Hello there. Hi. Where are you from? Ontario, California. It is California. He gets a winner. He got lucky. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, okay. I did my kingpins and rods about in October last year, and I noticed a rear wear on my front tire, kind of like a dip, just about eight inches on my front tire. Uh-huh. So I took it into the shop, and they checked it out. First, they told me about balancing. They went off. Next thing, they checked it yeah. out, they put it under the rack, and it was the kingpin. And, well, my question is, why would kingpins go out within 90,000 miles? Uh, they they wouldn't. Um, they said that you got an 8-inch. 8-inch cup in one steer tire because the kingpins were loose. That just doesn't. That doesn't. It doesn't compute at all to me. 
Um, I could see the eight-inch well, cup. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, it pulls hard to the right for the past four weeks, and I noticed really a bad shake. So that's what I yeah. started looking at the tire. And every time I looked at the tire, that groove would be always underneath. So I didn't know what it was until it got really bad and took it in, and then pretty much told me the kingpins went bad on my driver's side. So I'm nah, trying to get them going under the warranty, so I'm trying to find out what would, you know, because I greased up my truck about 10,000 miles. Did they cover it under warranty? That's what I'm trying to figure out because he told me to come back next day. He needs about four or five hours, and this was on a Friday, and it was right about 2 o'clock. So he needs a little bit more time to really go through it to the truck. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, so they haven't fixed it yet, or they're going to fix it? No, he told me, go ahead and take it out, because I had a run on Sunday, which I'm doing right now. And uh, he told me to bring it back uh, Tuesday morning, drop it off for about four or five hours. That way they could understand why do the kingpins go bad. But I'm just trying to get some information. That way, like, I know what I'm talking about when I do talk to them. Now, first of all, you're saying the truck has got 90,000 miles on the truck? No. No, when I did the uh, kingpins. And the Ed Rods, alignment, new tires. So the truck is in all three, Columbia. And now the Kingpin's gone out again. Yes. Well. Okay. And are you taking it back to the same shop that did the Kingpin the first time? Yes. They're a very big okay, good. company. A lot of guys that uh, I work for, they all go there and they have no okay. complaints. That's fine. Okay. And they and they said they're going to cover it under warranty, correct? Well, when I told them, does it cover the warranty, he kind of smiled and he kind of said, I'll hook you up. <laughs> you said what? I'm not sure what up. that means yet. I, we didn't hear what you said. He said, what did they say about it? About the warranty. Yes. Well, when I said, well, does that cover the warranty? Well, there's not really no warranty, but I'll hook you up. But like I said, it's a very big company, respectful, so I'm hoping they will cover the warranty. But when I go in Tuesday... I don't want them saying that I did something wrong. Now, now, there's nothing you could do wrong in 90,000 miles. Yeah. And you grease the, the axle every 10,000 miles? You said six. Yes. 6,000 is plenty. That's not your fault. Now, let's go back and let's talk a little bit about the play in the kingpin. Were you there looking at it when he was shaking it and saying it was bad? Yes. They left it on the truck. He called me out. And it started shaking, and it's got a play on it. Was it moving just a little bit, or was it going clunk, clunk? Uh, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with it, but it did have about maybe about an inch shake up and down. Up and down? Yes, it was up and down. Up and down means they put it together wrong. That's nothing to do with greasing. If it goes in and out, that's grease effect. Okay. Grab the top of the tire and, and push it in and out. Yeah. Yeah. But if he's prying it up and down and it's moving, that means they put the kingpin together wrong. Right. You're supposed to put in space or something. Yes. It was, it was up and down bo- uh, motion that he shaked it and it wasn't a side to side. Then I would insist uh, they covered it under water. There's nothing you could have done that would have caused that. And now let's go back and talk about this bad pull you've got. The kingpin is not causing the pull. Okay. 
If you walk around behind your Freightliner truck with it unhooked from a trailer, and you look at the airbags that are underneath the back of the truck that are holding the suspension, are those airbags okay. straight up and down, or are they leaning in toward the middle on the bottom? Uh, it's only looked up and down. I, I like I said, a, a alignment done in October also, three actual alignment. Those airbags, because on a Freightliner, the biggest problem we have is the U-bolts in the back get loose. And when they get loose, the airbags start tilting in on the bottom. They'll lean out on the top. And if you've got airbags that are tilting, the alignment didn't do any good because the U-bolts are loose. No, I had that problem when I first got the truck. I did notice my airbags were leaning and my steering wheel was really off-centered. And I got all that fixed about two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, but in three years, up again. You need to take a look at them. Uh, okay, we'll do. I will check that out again. Have the U bolts and all that checked out. Whatever service you have, close to fifty thousand miles. If you're changing the oil van or whatever, you should have somebody going underneath there with a big impact gun and retighten those U bolts all the time on a Freightliner. Oh, I didn't know that. Now that I, all I will do that. Those. Those leaf springs, instead of sitting on top of the axle and pushing down on the axle, those leaf springs are under the axle, and all the weight is hanging on your U-bolts. They could have fixed this 20 years ago by putting one-inch thick U-bolts. Yeah, but they don't put big U-bolts on a freight line. So you just got to keep tight. Okay? Okay. Sounds good to me. So all the kingpins, I really, that's way out of my hands, correct? Not a problem, buddy. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate your show. You got lucky. Yeah, There's no bad. way you knew. That was luck. Yeah. How long have we been on the air? We got three more calls. Let's try and get them. Let's try and get them. Let's get this uh, last new caller. 732? 730, uh, Texas. Illinois. Okay. Hello, Texas. Not Texas. Oh, darn. Can you hear me? We can hear you fine. Where are you at? You guys are bad at this game. 732 is Central New Jersey. Central Jersey? Nobody's from New Jersey. That's why we couldn't guess it. (laughs) I know. I know. It's a terrible thing. You caught me. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. right. I had, I just took this off the truck anyway, steer tire, driver's side. Um, the tire on about an, I'll say a 20 inch section on the inside of the tire, it just wore away. Uh, it, I, I noticed it one day and, uh, I said to myself, I got to get it off. And within a day and a half, it went from bad to really bad. Uh, and the steel threads were coming through already. Um, the, the rest of the tire I had about 50,000 miles on it, and I didn't check the tread that was left, but um, it looked like it should have gone another 50,000 miles, the rest of the tire. But obviously where this wear was, uh, obviously I had to take it off. We got two possibilities here. Did you feel the tire for feathered wear when you saw this pattern? No, I didn't. 
All right. It's a common thing that if you have a little bit of toe out in the front end of the truck and it's got a little bit of a right pull, the left front tire will drag sideways. And because it's towed out, the right front tire will go to the right because that's where it's aimed anyway. Yeah. And as it slides down the road, the left front tire will slide and skip and slide and skip, and it'll pound out one part of the rib of the tire on the inside edge. So the feathered wear would have told us if that's what caused it. Okay. Was it towed out? The second possibility is a bent rim. Now, the the unsupported part of the rim on a steer axle is the inside part. And if you'd hit a chuck hole real hard, hit a curb hard, something. They you, don't have those in New Jersey. No, they don't have any of those right. in New Jersey. Right. You could no, have bent the rim, and in the area where the rim is bent, it would have worn the tire faster because it would have been wiggling in and out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think it's a bent rim, but again, I'll take a look at it. I think it's the toe out, if anything. So I'll get it aligned. Correct. Yes. Uh, now, how many miles are on your new tire now? Um, about twenty-five hundred. Five hundred. Okay. Twenty-five hundred miles. Twenty-five. Twenty-five hundred. Okay. Now, yeah. what brand of tire is it that you're running? Yokohama. Yokohama, okay. Yokohama doesn't have the little sight cuts I'm looking for. But if you lay your hand flat on the top of that tire and you slide it toward the frame and you pull it back out across the tread, and if it feels sharp going in and smooth coming out, you really need an alignment. Yeah, you just peg to the alignment. Uh, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, a while back, you guys were talking about airing up the steer tires up to 120. Definitely. Is that uh, those, I'm sorry, say it again. Almost, yeah, I, I there it up to 120. There is a the high inflation helps prevent irregular wear on your car. Yep. Okay. okay. Very good. And then one other question now. Um, about six months ago, I thought I had a bad steering box. Huh? Replaced it. Um, and found out I had a bad leaf spring. The truck was leaning real bad. Mm-hmm. So I, in the meantime, anyway, I replaced the, the box, and then I replaced the spring. My truck, I noticed, still leans to the driver's side. On one side, you know, if you distance from the top of the tire to the bottom of the wheel well, one side's like 8 inches, the other side, the driver's side's like 5 inches. With the new spring on there, shouldn't that have leveled off? Or even been higher on the sprint, the new spring side. First of all, we always recommend you replace leaf springs in pairs. You yeah. should put both springs in. All right. So okay. Second of all, if you put a stronger spring on one side and a weaker spring on the other, yeah, you'd expect the truck to tilt the other way. But if the frame is twisted on the truck, you're still going to have a lean because the spring can't overcome the twist in the truck. Now, the easy way to tell that is you take your truck and park it on some decent flat ground, like in a shop, go behind the truck, and look at the cab from the back. About 20 feet behind the truck. Yeah. And if the cab's straight up and down, okay, that's cool. Or if the cab is leading to the left, which it sounds like this is what you're doing, right? Leaning to the left? Driver's side, correct. Okay. Now you look at the very back cross member at the tail end of the truck where the brake lights are. 
if the cap, if the cross member is leaning the same way that cab is leaning, you're talking about a leaf spring problem. But if the cross member is leaning the opposite direction, you've got a, a twisted frame. And replacing the leaf spring doesn't fix a twisted frame. Okay. That's it. Okay? Yep, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, get better on your phone geography. We'll keep working on it. We may figure it out one day. <laughs> one day. Bye. Thanks. Thanks again. Bye. Okay. Oh, uh, you got to shut him off. Now he shut up. Okay. We've got uh, the Ohio call with Pesky. Yes. Okay. Hello there. Uh, You're back. Uh, yeah. On the I 95 in South Carolina. That's the last place I'm figuring I'll do something. That happened. Signal. So you yeah, didn't hear the I'm about to uh, wear on the steer tire and the inside uh, uh, drive axle. Uh-huh. Last thing I heard you ask yeah. me if I had rack and pinion. Yeah, and rack and pinion is bad. It's rack and pinion will cause your outside of the right front tire to wear off, and there's nothing anybody can do to fix it. You can replace it. You can get the rack and pinion replaced, and it'll still do No. If if you replace the rack and pinion with a steering gearbox, it won't do it. Okay. Right. Yeah, but a new rack and pinion won't solve that problem. That, that's why well, it was um, discontinued. This truck's been doing it ever since it was brand new. Yeah, they do it. They've done it since they were brand new. It's a defective design, and there's nothing you can do to fix it other than replace that steering system with a steering gearbox or get rid of the truck. Right. We found we found this back in 2009, and. I, I, I'm not. I wouldn't take care of it. It must have been happening all over the country. But when we found it, figured out that it was the right opinions. It was shortly after that that they just discontinued it all. Yeah, about a week later they discontinued it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate it very much, Joma. Have a good, so good evening. Right. Okie dokie. Thanks a lot. You have a good day. All right, thank you. We have the floor to call that dropped off with the. Uh, what was the problem he was I don't remember. You, you started you told everybody about it. I don't remember yesterday. What do you expect me to remember here? Two hours what, fifteen And who are you? Are you related to me? I am. You are related to me. <laughs> oh hello there. Hey, this is Lower Alabama <laughs> calling back. I got cut off. Sorry. I can't remember what we were talking about. We were having a good time at it. Yeah, you were talking about you're gonna tell me how to tell the age of the tire. You're going to tell me how to read that DOT number. That was it. Okay. The DOT number is a series of letters and numbers. It will be on one side or the other of every tire. Now, it may be on the outside where you can see it, or you may have to crawl underneath and look for it. Okay. The last four numbers of that series gives you the month, the week, and the year the tire was built. So let's say the last four numbers are one. Well, that means it was built during the 40th week of 2010. Okay? Okay. And All you right. do not want a tire on your steer axle that's more than five years old. Okay. You have it on your drive. Yeah. So if these tires have been sitting on that truck while it was sitting and, and they, they didn't put the air in right and the tires are real old, yeah, that's a good reason to have a problem. I'd get them off of there. Okay. Well, I'm supposed to get them off tomorrow. It's got me worried even driving it tonight. Uh, one last question. I heard you talking about it. 
the fellow earlier about a pulling right. Mine's pulling right too pretty hard. Uh, yeah. I have to, I mean, if I'm in the left lane on the interstate, okay, it'll drive straight. But if I'm in the right lane, I got to hold it left to keep it going down the road. But my my airbags, the spray liner, they're, they're straight up and down. That's not an issue. That's good. As long as the airbags are straight up and down, I'm happy that the U-bolts are tight. Then it's a matter of aligning the drive axles. Most people try okay. to align both drive axles dead straight ahead. And if you aim them dead straight ahead, the truck's going to pull to the right because it wants to fall off of the crown of the road. And as okay. the outside of the right front tire starts wearing and the inside of the left front tire starts wearing, now the contour right. of the tread is adding to the pull. And when you put right. it in the left lane, it'll just hold it against the crown of the road and it'll drive straight. But when you put it in the right yep. lane, it wants to fall off the hill and you have a right pull. So that's usually right. that's an alignment setting, setting it the way we want it instead of just a factory specs. Yep. Okay. 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 Well, thank you very if much. You go- I appreciate it. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. Y'all too. Okay. That was LA. Yeah. What time is it? After, uh, We've got one more. Let's talk to him. Who is he? 530? 530. Arkansas. Okay. My second guess is Jamaica. I always get two, two guesses. Hello, 530. Can you hear me now? Hello. I don't hear nobody. All right, folks, it has been a lot of fun. We have talked about all kinds of things. And next week, we will try to give our view of the roundup of what happened at the GAT show in Texas. Sure. You all have yourselves a safe week, and we'll do this again next Sunday night. All right. Thanks for calling. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.